How are we doing today, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Ken Burke, and welcome back to another episode of the Competing for Christ podcast. Today, I have someone on that has had such a great influence in my life and has mentored me and pastored me throughout my childhood, Pastor Doug Eason. How are you doing today, Mr. Doug? I'm doing good, Ken. So good to be with you, buddy. Good to have you. Good to have you. I'm so thrilled to have you on because, I mean, throughout my entire childhood, it seemed, you you mentored, you pastored, and guided me closer to God. No matter if you were coaching me through Little League, Pop Warner football, uh, or just being my youth pastor, I'm sure that having you on this podcast will not only, it'll teach me so much more, it'll also teach everyone that listens something that they they needed. But first, I just want to ask you, how has God been moving in your life recently? You know, it's been awesome. With you <laughs> being in our youth group and coaching you, man, it's always a pleasure. Thank You've always you. been a blessing to me, man. Your parents have done a wonderful job with you. And again, it's just an honor to be with you. But Thank man, you. pastor's been, been going great. You know, uh, being a student pastor for 25 years, it's a little different, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. God moved me to a church where they were doing some uh, some growth, some updating and, and different things. And it's just been a blessing to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, anytime you deal with, whether it's teenagers or adults, it's real similar. It really is. You know, uh, I've noticed working with adults more in the past two or three years than I have before. You know, at the end of the day, they're just grown up a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're going through some of the same struggles. And, you know, it's just ministry is really about loving God and loving people. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, no matter if you're dealing with children, teenagers, adults, is just really keeping your focus on Christ and ministering to, to people where they're at. Yeah, that's that's so good. I, growing up, it feels like just I'm becoming a big kid. Like it's, yeah, it's so true. It's trying to find where you go about life and stuff like that. But the second question I have is, can you give a little bit of background about your past experiences in sports, whether you're playing, coaching, watching, or parenting? Absolutely. You know, God bless me from a young age as yourself. I played, you know, Little League, Pop Warner and, uh, you know, played sports up through school and had a chance to play a little bit of college basketball at a small Christian college there in Jacksonville, Trinity Baptist College. And, uh, man, it's just been on on every level. It's taught me so much as well with you being, you know, a college athlete and playing sports your whole life man, the disciplines and everything it takes to be an athlete. It, mm-hmm. it, it takes you through life. It really does. It teaches you so much on uh, on struggles, on how to persevere. It, it's just amazing what sports has been, you know, in my life. But, you know, after I finished playing, because, you know, it, it doesn't last long. It <laughs> no, yeah. And uh, having a chance to coach, man, it's just been such a blessing. Yes, you're coaching the sport but you want to see that young man succeed in life, you know, whether it is, you know, wherever his job is, his career, his marriage, being a father, it's just so much more than just coaching the sport. Mm -hmm. And I've just really enjoyed throughout my life. You know, I had opportunity to, to coach at all levels. Of course, you know, I I was able to coach you when you were younger and (laughs) I loved the pop Warner. I loved all that, but I had a chance to, coaching junior high and high school and i've just enjoyed every aspect of coaching it's just been a blessing matter of fact last week i had a chance to go with albany state football team here 
Mm. And and preview a, a new movie coming out, and um, you know the Kendrick brothers they just just released a new movie called Show Me the Father, mm. and so we uh, uh, one of the local churches here Sherwood, which I know most of your your listeners have probably heard of Sherwood, you know <laughs> movies they rented out the movie theater, and I had a chance to go over there with the FCA representative, and I had a chance to hang out with the football team and watch the movie. So just throughout my whole life. On, on every level, God's opened doors for me to, you know, be around athletes, whether it's coaching them or having them at church or whatever the case may be. And just it really blessed me in that area. Mm. Yeah, I know you were such a, a great, a great coach to me, not even just coaching, but just showing showing God through coaching and just how Christian athletes should play the games and how we should go about just living, living our lives for Christ. But <laughs> when when did you know when you wanted to be a pastor? And then when did you know you want to start coaching? You know, this this is the fun part of, of the interview. I, <laughs> I love talking ministry and sports, man. It's just awesome. But you know, actually, I went to a uh, I went to Bible college to to actually uh, coach and teach. I had at the time I had no clue that God had a much bigger plan as far as ministry. So I went over to, to Trinity Baptist College and uh, played basketball there. And I wanted to learn at the college or the collegiate level, you know, how to coach and, and play and everything. So I graduated uh, Bible college and I was helping my brother-in-law, Frank Cerisi. He's also a coach over at University Church in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So I was, uh, I was with him at the time, uh, the, at his previous church. And uh, he asked me to, to help out the youth group. And uh, I said, well, Frank, man, I said, you know, that's fine. But, you know, I, I want to coach and teach and everything. And so I said, but, you know, I'll help out. He said, well, why don't you take them to the youth camp? So I went to youth camp with them. We spent the whole week at youth camp. And, man, I just really fell in love with, with, with teenagers and ministering to them. And uh, what I thought I was going to do, God had a different plan. So I went from being passionate about coaching and teaching to, you know, God moved my heart more towards youth ministry. Mm. And man, at the time I'm like, God, you know, I see you moving, but I have my plans and I can minister through coaching. (laughs) But but he's like, no, I want you to focus on, on full-time student ministry. So I started ministering the youth ministry, but then God opened up doors for me to coach and it's awesome when you put him, you know, at the center of all you do, how, you know, the Bible says that he'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Well, sometimes we don't know what God wants us to do. And, and when I say desires, I'm not talking about, man, you know, that that jacked up F-250. <laughs> I'm not talking about that because that, that may not be what God wants for us. But when he says desires, it's what's best for us. Mm-hmm. So he knew for me, working with teenagers is exactly what I needed. And then also, man, he blessed me with a desire I had, and, and that was coaching. Mm-hmm. So it all worked out together. Right. Yeah. I I know in my personal experience, like at first, maybe I want something, God won't give it to me. That's but right. If I just put him first and make sure that he, you know, he's the center of my life, it's somehow it always just works out that way. Like, Man. even if it's not what I originally wanted, it's what's best for me. That's right. So 
has your relationship with Jesus aided in how you view sports? Sports has always been an avenue for me to share the gospel mm-hmm. and get, you know, young people involved in, in a relationship with Christ. Uh, you know, as, as I look back over the years, as you know, because you played for me, mm-hmm. uh, I'm very competitive. I, I am, you know, and I think I think all athletes are that way. And, mm-hmm. and I, we'll talk a little more about that. But what, what I always focused on is what the Bible says, you know, in First Corinthians chapter 10, whether you eat or drink or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. And I had a coach when I was younger who coached me. And uh, anytime you would do something good or, or someone would give you a compliment, you can never say thank you. You had to say praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. And he instilled that in me. And so everything in sports, it was always focused to to share in the gospel and, and helping young men take that next step in their walk with Christ. Definitely. In my opinion, you can't view sports. If you don't view sports with the Christian perspective, it's really hard to always enjoy sports because I feel like I'm going to ask you this question in a little bit, like sports and Christianity are always going to collide. Like there's something, something is always going to stick out and you're going to be like, oh, that's not, that doesn't support my beliefs. When you look at sports with a worldview, they can become idols. They can be used for glorification and they can consume your whole identity really. So a sub question I have off that one is has your Christianity and love for sports ever collided? It it has, you know, like you said, uh, as a young man, I imagine we've all dealt with this pride can be an issue because especially if you're, if you start to excel in sports, you know, everyone's patting you on the back. Everyone is, is promoting you. And if you're not careful, you put yourself on the throne instead of God. So to take it even a little bit deeper, as as a player coming up, see, we never played sports on Sundays. Right. I mean, you know, when I was younger, man, I, I sound old, but when I was younger, <laughs> you know, you didn't have sports on Sunday. I mean, you didn't. And so as uh, I got older and, you know, uh, my boys came along, they started playing sports. And, and some of the – travel ball and different things, you know, started falling on Sundays. Now I'm not throwing stones, not saying, man, that, that, you know, that, that never happens where, man, you have a, a tournament where you, you can't play on a Sunday. But for me as a pastor, I just early on decided in my heart that um, I wasn't going to let my boys play on Sundays. Hmm. So, and the world didn't understand that. And, and sometimes even Christians don't. And like I said, I'm not throwing stones. People who do, that's fine. That's, something that they have to pray about something that, you know, they have to decide what their convictions are. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but for me, it started happening a little bit when Corey, when he was younger, you know, I have two sons, Corey and Caleb and, you know, Caleb went to school with you, you guys, you know, play sports all the way up. But with Corey, when he was younger, uh, he was on a baseball team that had a chance to go uh, to Disney. and, And I mean, to play, you know, I mean, a big time game when he was younger and I had to pull him off that team because every Sunday it was either practice or games and, Mm -hmm. and people didn't understand that, you know, then they start asking questions like, Hey, don't, don't you want what's best for your son? Well, I do. That's why that choice, because I never wanted my kids 
or, or my young men to put sports before God. And there are people who play on Sundays who don't have a problem with that. Like I said, mm-hmm. I, I never want to say or or condemn anyone else. But for me, it was a decision I had to make. A, a quick, funny story. Caleb, when he was younger, had a chance to play on Wednesday night at the local high school. Uh, you'll recognize the name, played at Middleburg at the mm-hmm. halftime. Well, they played, and I'm, I'm not saying this how God works, because he, he does not. But when Cable was at that game, that night he broke his collarbone. Oh, jeez. I got a phone call while I was preaching. I had to leave church to go pick him up. It could have happened at church. You know as well as I do, man. Accidents happen everywhere. The point I made is, you know, with my family is it could have happened anywhere, but if it had been at, at church, it's less likely. And I'm not saying that that God's up there with a hammer hitting us over the head. That's not the case. <laughs> but I, I just made a decision in my life that my boys, you know, on Wednesdays and Sundays, they were going to be in church. And people didn't understand that. Mm-hmm. And, and then also it goes even further, Ken. You know, your identity is so much in sports and it can be consumed with that. Right. And I just want to make sure that my family, their first identity was in Christ and everything else was a byproduct. Yeah, that's that's so good. I for myself, I feel like if I find myself putting sports before anything else, uh or putting sports before God, it always works out how God will kind of take me down a notch, whether it's through an injury or through yep. uh a slump or something, just redirecting my mind to to something else and redirecting my eyes to him. That's Ultimately, that what always happens when Absolutely. God and God and sports butt heads. He's always going to win that. But like you said, we've grown up playing sports all of our lives, and it's so hard not to identify yourself as an athlete. You have to first identify yourself as a Christian and then an athlete. It's not athlete Christian; it's Christian athlete. And I, I just have to constantly remind myself that God is always He's always going to be there. Sports isn't always going to be there. And he's eternal and sports are so finite and limited in our life. It is. And even as a pastor, Ken, that's something I struggled with for years. I did. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, like I said, allow my, my kids to play whenever, you know, I, I had a conviction about that. Not everyone has that conviction, but I did. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I did, you know, I, I gave in. I, I, I would never... With that being the conviction, I should not have allowed my son to play because that was that was a conviction God laid in my heart. So I've struggled. Hey, listen, I don't have this thing figured out. <laughs> no. Yes, not at all. Yeah, uh, I, my pastor up here at Brainerd Baptist he he talks about all the time if you if you want to go away from God, go as far as you can and see where that gets you. Because right. I promise you, you'll do a complete one eighty one day or if you ultimately die and don't do that, you're going to spend an eternity in hell. When, when we do that, it's, it's so eye opening. It's so relieving when you, when you put that trust and faith in God over sports or any other hobby that you have. Amen. That's right. So you've coached, like I said before, you've coached and pastored so many countless kids of all ages. Uh, is there, is there any common advice you give to them when they come to you for guidance? Yeah. You know, Again, 
throughout the years, you know, you, you pick kids up, you take them home. As a coach, you spend a lot of time with young people. And as a youth pastor, of course, you spend a ton of time with young people. And one thing I always tell them, you know, I give them a, a little example. You know, our, our life, man, we have all kind of, of different likes, distractions. Some things aren't aren't bad in themselves. A lot of, I mean, sports teaches us so much and, and they're great. I, I encourage everyone to play some sport. But I tell all my, my players and my, my teenagers that you can understand it kind of like this. You take a basketball rim or you can even take, let's take it a step further. Let's take a bicycle rim and you have spokes coming off of it. You have the hub. Those spokes are going all kind of different directions, but one common thing for all of them is that hub. That hub is the center of all the spokes. You may break a spoke here or there, but you have so many going off that hub stays the same. It remains the same. Right. And in life, you're going to have difficulties. Sports, it, it helps you understand those difficulties and how to overcome them, whether it's injuries, practice, games. There's so much to it, just discipline in your life. Well, when you have Christ at the hub of your life, you're going to have spokes that come off that hub that it's going to be sports. It could be relationships. It could be all these different things. But the one commonality in all of it is that hub is the center of your life. Mm. And when you keep Christ as the center of your life, if you have an injury in sports, you know how to deal with it. Because Christ is the center of all you do. You pray about it. I mean, there's going to be times where you have a bad game, mm. you know, and, and the pressure's mounting and you don't know what to do. Well, Christ is the center of your life. You go back and pray. So when the Christ is the center of your life, it deals with everything, not way beyond sports. Sports is short-lived. You know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it flies by. And at the end of your career, you have to understand that there's more to life than just that. Because mm -hmm. it will come to an end. So what's next? I mean, you, that's, your whole identity has been in sports. So when your identity is in Christ and he's the hub of your life, when sports ends, Hey, that's cool. That wasn't my focus anyways. My focus has always been Christ. Now, now sports is great and it and it's been it's taught me a lot, but from day one, everything I do is to glorify Christ. Amen. With my athletics, with you know, whatever sports I do, whatever I do in life, it all goes back to Christ. And that helps us deal with whatever we go through. And so when, when someone comes and asks me, and, and you know, Kenneth. It, it, it's crazy because a lot of times when athletes would talk to me, very seldom was it about sports. They hear that all the time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you do. Yeah. I'm, they practice with me. I, I'm coaching them. And, and sometimes, man, it's intense. I may be yelling at them. They hear sports all the time. On the way home, maybe it's something going on with mom and dad. Maybe it's something going on in school. Maybe it's something going on with, you know, relationship. And I've always been able to point them back to Christ. Keep Christ in the center. And you mentioned it, and it's, it's, it's great to understand this. A lot of folks say, well, you know, keep God, you know, first. And I know it can be a little bit of semantics. But if you say if I keep him first, that means he can take another place. That means he can fall to second or third. Sometimes he does. But what I've tried to really incorporate talking to young people over the years is keep him at the center. If he's at the center you know, he can't fall to second or third and then everything branches off of Christ. So many athletes today, I mean, you hear about 
ex-NFL players like Chad Ochocinco and Terrell Owens, I mean, they want to come back yep. because they're retired now and they don't have that identity that they used to have. So they're trying to just get on an NFL team to play again. At one point, you want to say, hey, just give it up, man. You, you've yeah. made millions of dollars playing. But to them, that's their life. To yeah, them, that's, that's – Exactly. That's everything they know. And at times, I want to just, like, I don't know, call them on the phone or something, but I know that's impossible. I want to <laughs> call them and be like, hey, you have a promise outside of sports that you don't even know about yet. Yeah. And even yeah. if they do know about it, they haven't – you know, it hasn't solidified in them yet. Um. But it even goes a step further than that. You have guys who graduate high school mm -hmm. and they're 35, 40 years old. And they're trying to relive the glory days. Yeah. They're, they're, and there's nothing wrong. I, I love going to high, watching high school football, but you see them. Um, mm -hmm. you know, you guys out there, their Letterman jackets. You know, I know that's not as, as prevalent now as it was, but you see them in their Letterman's jacket and they're talking mm -hmm. about the glory days. But, you know, you, you take someone like Tim Tebow, he gets cut from the Jaguars. And he gives all glory to God. God is bigger than anything else in his life. Mm -hmm. You know, he used that as a time for ministry. He used that as a time, you know, of course he loves football and to, to try to make the team, but there's a bigger picture. The Lord is the center of his life. Yeah. And I, I've read a couple of books by Tim Tebow and all the time he's like, I played football at, at Florida and left and I felt satisfied with my time there. I played baseball. Right. I played football in the NFL and he feels satisfied with his time because he realized that God was the center of that. And he used, he used Tim Tebow through, through the sports that he played in order to share the gospel. And the amount of seeds that he planted in people oh, wow. throughout his time there is it's just amazing, amazing to see. And Tim Tebow did it so, so well playing sports. Like he is the epitome of a Christian athlete. His attitude and, I mean, none of us want to get cut. I mean, you know, because at the end of the day, our, our pride will get in the way. But the way he handled that, and I know it probably ate him up inside because right. exactly, you know, right. he's a winner and mm -hmm. he wants to win. But still, he gave all glory to God because he realized that God is teaching him something through this. So just awesome. So another question I have for you, as a Christian sports fan, someone that's been around sports for so long, what's a common misconception people have about sports from a Christian athlete standpoint? I love this. <laughs> I'm so glad you asked this question because people really feel like that if you're a Christian that you should always be mild. You should never get excited. You should never be passionate. And see, for mm -hmm. me, it's totally the opposite because, I, you know, as a Christian – Man, I, I'm passionate about serving God and whatever I do, like I said earlier, you know, whatever I do, I want to do it all to the glory of God. So you were you were coached by me. So sometimes I would get so animated and excited and and sometimes I would get mad and people would say, hey, is that being Christ-like? Oh. <laughs> so I think that's a misconception because in the Bible, you know, Jesus tells us be angry, but don't sin. Okay, so anger is a part of, of life, but he says not to sin. So there's times where we're passionate and we can coach and we can have those full range of emotions and still be Christ-like. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, you know as well as I do, um, you know, you, you don't want to use the wrong language. I mean, you're, you're coaching kids. You want to be 
uh, an example to them. So, yes, you can definitely take it too far and be ungodly. I'm, I'm not saying that. But you can be passionate and be Christ-like. You want to win and be Christ-like. Okay. You know, uh, so that's one, to me, one of the, the biggest misconceptions of being a Christian. And I one more, too. People feel like when you're a Christian, because we would pray before every game, we'd pray after the game. You know, there was times where I would share devotions with the players and, and share scripture. And sometimes they feel like if you're a Christian, you're pushing it down their throat. Reverting back to the Tebow, you know, when he would kneel and pray or whatever, they felt like that was being offensive. But when you know Christ is your savior, he changes your life. He says old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. It's not what we do is who we are. It just comes out. I think a misconception a lot of times is being a, a, a Christian and being an athlete, you're kind of sh trying to shove that on other people. Well, no, you know the significance. You know what's at stake here, that there's right. more to life than just sports. So those are just a few that I've experienced. Yeah. And going back to what you said about anger and just being passionate, Jesus got, he got passionate. People were selling something in a holy temple. Jesus yeah. came in and flipped the table. He was like, do not corrupt this holy temple. That's mine. You're and, exactly right. And it's so, I looked at that and I'm like, wow, Jesus, he had passion. He wasn't this holy monk that just never showed any emotion. Yeah, like I said, in the Bible it says be angry and sin not. You know, he called it, he said, you know, you made this into a, a den of thieves. Right. And as he talks about the temple, you're absolutely right. You see, sometimes we forget about Jesus. We just, we look at him sitting on the right hand of the father. Yes. He is. He's God. There's no mm -hmm. doubt about that. But as you look at, at Jesus, you know, his earthly ministry, he had a full range of emotions. Like right. you said, you see it throughout Scripture. So that's really yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. He was 100 percent man and 100 percent God. So Absolutely. it was he was in 50 50. It was it's that's right. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing to learn about that, especially going to a Christian college. I've learned so much that I would have never learned in a regular college. Last question I have for you is what advice could you give to those that may maybe struggle to remember that sports are so limited, but Christ is eternal? The Bible says that our life is but a vapor. And what that means is, man, you know, you take a shower or whatever and you see the, the steam. It may just appears for a short time and it vanishes away. And uh, we put so much emphasis, and I did as a player and, and even as a coach, we put so much emphasis on today we do and, and winning and and you know on the sport but that time will will come and go and I, I was looking some uh some statistics the other day man this is this is crazy you know in, in the lifetime of an athlete when he's playing sports 38 percent play junior high sports middle school sports 55 percent play high school sports that's pretty good, man. You know, and those numbers are starting to decline a little bit, but that's kind of the average number, 55%. Almost, you know, half the students in school play sports. But then college, only 7% play college sports. Less than 2% play D1. And right at 1%, a little less than 1% play in the NFL or play a professional sport. That time, you know, only 1% will make it to a professional sport, but 100% will stand before God. Yeah. 
100%. And so we're putting so much emphasis and it's okay to be passionate. It's okay to do your very best because whatever you do, you should do it to the glory of God. I'm not saying that, but you got to put it in perspective. Again, everything we do in sports and coaching, being a, a pastor, even as a pastor, you can get so busy where you're not spending time with God. Mm. It can become a job. So we have to look at all of this and point to Everything we do here is for the glory of God and for eternity. And if you have an eternal view, if, if you realize everything I'm doing now is in preparation of heaven, everything, everything's pointing to eternity. It just changes your view of life. And I tell players this all the time. Listen, you're going through this right now, but give it a week. It'll be something mm -hmm. different. Exactly. You get so consumed with the here and now where Christ said, well, I love what Paul said. This, to me, sums it up. He says, for me to live is Christ, but for me to die is gain. While I'm here on earth, it's about Christ, but I'm looking forward to going to heaven. And so that's why I tell you know my players, man, be passionate. Love it. Enjoy it. I mean, sports is awesome, but it's just an avenue to share the gospel and, and to and to realize that there's something so much bigger and that's a life living for christ mm, amen yeah that, that's such a good answer I'm, I'm not even gonna add to that i couldn't add to that <laughs> mr doug thank you thank you so much for coming on uh it's been such an honor just talking with you and having a conversation about christian athletes and what we can and should do uh while playing sports and ultimately doing everything for the glorification of god well, Ken, yeah, I'm proud of you, buddy. I am. It was an honor coaching you, having you in our student ministry. I'm just so proud of what you're doing now and how God's using you. You have an awesome family, man. We love you guys.